0: The Paternity Test is a comedy podcast for adults. If you're not a grown-up, get off the internet. It's a horrible place.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 51 of The Paternity Test. I'm Todd Jay in the Chicago suburbs. And I'm Matt Beresi in Chicago. Welcome back to the podcast that's Thinking of Converting so it doesn't have to drag the Christmas decorations up from the basement. I just did this over the weekend. How to treat
0: you. How to treat you.
1: Well, I'm willing to – I'm at the point now where I take the old lights out of the bin, put them directly in the garbage, and go to the store and buy just a whole new set.
0: That's how you do it. That's the American way because they're disposable. They're tangled. They don't cost anything anymore. I think when we were kids, like lights were expensive, and you, a light went out, and then you tried to switch the bulb. All disposable now.
1: Yeah, there was uh, icicle lights. We use icicle lights in the house. Kelly is a fan of all white Christmas lights, and so uh, we just put out white icicle lights, and a wreath with with uh, white lights in it. And the icicle lights get so tangled up because it's not just a string of lights that you could kind of wrap around because then there are strings on the strings. You know what I mean? So yeah, they get perpendicular super, strings. They get strings super on strings tangled strings. and tend to, uh, you know, as they get as you're trying to untangle them, you're breaking bulbs or whatever, and and the whole like one bulb burns out, the rest stay lit is a scam. It's just something they print on the boxes, but it's not really true. <laughs> and I did buy. I invested in one of those things. It's called the Light Keeper. It looks like a it looks like a Star Trek ray gun, and you can pop those those strings back on and i have done that and it does work but this year i took some out they wouldn't even bother and i said you know what Pop i can- the
0: string's back on
1: well you- i'm totally confused so there's a okay not to get too technical here but there's a little something that will allow the current to pass through the burnt out bulb when the bur- when some bulbs burned out that little thing doesn't doesn't trip like it should doesn't go into doesn't go into uh, service like it should. So you take this little plastic gun, you take out a light, any light bulb on the string, that the part that's out, you connect it to that, you stick that socket in the gun, and you pull this trigger, and it sends a sh- small electrical shock through the string that, that trips that and then allows the current to pa- bypass the burnt-out bulb, and then your string will work again except for the burnout out bulb. Uh, this
0: seems like a terrible idea.
1: No, it works great. Actually, it's it's a you, crazy. But you unplug
0: it before you shoot nope. it with the gun. No, you do
1: it while it's lit, so you can see the lights pop on. There's How such do you Because it's such low voltage. These things, you know, really? you're not like yeah. And this, it's self contained. I don't know the guy. Uh, I've never died doing it, so it's always worked for me. And it, you know, it doesn't always do the job, but it's saved me quite a lot on buying new strings. But I figured out this year. I looked it up. At first, I wanted to get all LED icicle lights. But you're talking about... So a 10-foot string of icicle, of LED icicle lights is about $24 right now. Uh, I don't know why. Like I can get an LED light bulb for my house for $2. But the string of these LED uh, icicle lights is about $24. So to do... Uh, it takes about, I need about 60 feet worth. So you're talking about $125 worth of LED uh, icicle lights. Uh, to to do the part I normally do, uh, I can get sixty feet of your traditional incandescent bulbs for twenty dollars.
0: Oh man! So, so you can throw them away for five years plus yeah. before you, you uh, reach the same amount. Yes. So and, you would ha- you would need a guarantee, uh huh, an ironclad gilt edge guarantee that your LED lights would last you six years or more. Otherwise, there's no point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that's my new plan now. If I take them out of the bin and they don't work, now I do feel guilty. Like I had this giant pile. It was about the the size of uh, like a small beanbag chair worth of uh, lights, you know, balled up. And I I, I wanted to throw it in the recycle bin because I thought it would make me feel better. But I know they don't recycle that. It's like they go, oh, good. This goes in the Christmas light pile that we recycle and nothing is wasted. But that's not true. No, it goes right into
0: one of those garbage-filled slums in India where, like, little children with bleeding fingers have to dig through your old Christmas lights for copper.
1: Oh, well, at least I'm contributing to the industry of India.
0: You're keeping them off the streets.
1: Yeah. The other thing I discovered about taking out the Christmas decorations is that I am no good at anything except – The light's outside, and I could assemble the trees. Uh, (laughs) Kelly's out of town, which I'm going to talk about in my update, but I got that far, and then I was lost. I I opened up a bin of decorations. I said, I don't know where any of these go. I don't know what I – so right now my house is a combination of Christmas trees and everything else is fall, you know, like fall uh, Thanksgiving stuff that Kelly had out. Oh, you
0: didn't take away the – like. The scarecrow with the chalkboard that says "Welcome." No, like, he's still up. No, there's like a bur-
1: there's a burlap wreath that should be a Christmas <laughs> wreath right now, but the Christmas lights are up, and so I'm just she's gonna have to fill in because the- I can't I can't do that I can't I have no memory for where we put stuff nor do I really care so I just uh, so there's clothespin pilgrims right next to elves on shelves it's chaos yeah it's chaos she's gonna hate it she's gonna hate it it's gonna drive her nuts. <laughs> now, you love to decorate for Halloween. What's your Christmas uh, what's, your, what's your Christmas decoration like?
0: It's getting crazy, man. I think we're up to four Halloween-slash-Thanksgiving bins now. Four bins. Maybe oh, wow. it's three, but it's a lot because we had zero bins a few years ago. Mm-hmm. We're getting, getting weird in our old age. Christmas is preposterous. It's so many bins, and it's because of this hobby. I've talked about it on the show before. But Professor Foster and I have this hobby where we wait until about January 15th, and then we go to like a Pier 1 with a little pile of disposable income. Like we'll teach a couple lessons and take the cash and like pocket it. Go to Pier 1 when the Christmas stuff is like 80% off and buy $100 worth of stuff – well, $100 at the discount. So it's a car full of decorations every year. You spend
1: $100, but you're getting – I mean at 80% off.
0: Right. What's the math on that? That's over $8,000 worth of, uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes. And and we put it right in the basement. So we
0: don't even remember what we bought until the next year. And then it's this fun thing. The problem is it has added up. And luckily we just moved into this, this, uh, campus housing place. That's much more square footage. So we need, needed, needed finger quotes of the century here. (laughs) Um, more decorations. So, but we, I really gamed the system this year because we, we've been – our Chicago condo is on the second floor. So for these bins and bins and bins of decorations, it's down two flights to the back of the storage space, back to the front of the house, up two flights. Murder, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, not only was the storage space a straight shot on the same floor from oh, yeah. the living room, but Melissa thought it would be a great idea – to let kids who didn't get to go home for Thanksgiving come over and have like a tree trimming party. Oh, what a event. scam! That's a total right? scam. So she got a whole bunch of pumpkin pies and, and hot then all cocoa. these kids, yeah, mostly international students who've never seen Christmas before, so yeah. they're totally fascinated. Like I was putting assembling a tree, and a girl from Hong Kong said, uh, "Oh, I'm so excited! I've never seen done a decorated a tree before." But I thought they came as a whole tree. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah! Because
0: I'm putting fake branches on a big stick, and she's, you know, in her head, you go to a forest and you get a tree, and so she, I, you know, I think I killed some of the magic that we weren't cutting down a tree and dragging it in. But then all these, you know, like Buddhists and stuff, put up all our decorations. They were delighted. I did nothing. It's the most magical Christmas ever.
1: Does it make you makes you want to go get another eight thousand dollars worth of Pier One Christmas decorations? Done and done. <laughs>
0: Now it's time for quality time. That's where we see who wants to go out and throw a ball around, huh? Anybody? You? Anybody want to? No? Just me? All right.
1: <laughs> have a catch? You want to have a catch? Uh, so I've gotten a lot of quality time this weekend uh, with my kids because Kelly is out of town on a work trip. She left 4 a.m. on Thanksgiving, or the day after Thanksgiving, on Friday morning. She's out at 4 a.m. Is she, come, hospital- she back yet? She doesn't come back until tomorrow night. What's
0: the over-under if she's coming back?
1: Well, she better. Um, (laughs) Because it's... (laughs) I don't want to do this alone anymore. Uh, I've actually already started looking at my options for remarrying, just in case. Well, you know she
0: already has. She's probably on a white sandy beach with Paul Canerco right now.
1: She is in Florida, so she's very tempted not to come back, I'm sure. There's been a lot of reasons for her not to come back. And... uh, you know, I've I've.
0: What's she going to come back to? A whole bunch of
1: corn husk dolls,
0: all mixed up with the decorative snowmen.
1: Yeah, she's not going to be happy about it because basically she's coming back to a whole lot of work for her. Because mm-hmm. she is very anti-clutter, and I've completely cluttered the house while she was gone. Just trying now, to keep up with bar, everything.
0: The kids are hungry. They probably have like knits and knots in their hair that need to be combed out.
1: Kids have to comb their hair. <laughs> See, these are the kind of things they should have told me before she left. Uh but yeah I mean if her flight's delayed tomorrow I'm signing up for match.com because I I need some help in this house. So uh she better she better get here by hook or by crook. So uh now I'm sure that we have listeners who are single parents who will tell me to go screw when they you know hear me complain about four days as a single parent. But boy they have
0: practice.
1: When you're able to to tag team things uh, you know it just makes you you don't realize how good you got it but when you know when you're trying to get kids and I've already I, today was you know the perfect example of it where I had to choose one child over the other so Alex had a basketball game and Ellie had a, a rehearsal for a play that she's in and uh, so I had to take Ellie to the rehearsal and tell Alex that no one loves him enough to beat his basketball game
0: uh-huh. Toddy's choice <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's exactly what it was. So, uh, it's, it's, it's been difficult. We try to do the, uh, like I mentioned, the Christmas decorations without her. I had no clue. I got as far as getting the trees up and now there's just bins of Christmas decorations scattered around the house. Uh, you know, the dog is already blind and now he's blind and thirsty because I realized that no one was filling his water dish because I guess that's what Kelly does a lot of and, uh, yeah, I think he was drinking out of the toilet earlier today. <laughs> Blind and Thirsty is your dog's new uh,
0: blues album. <laughs> You're gonna have to. They got those cones that go around their neck. You're gonna need one of those harmonica holders like Neil Young has.
1: <laughs> yeah, that. well, that'd be great because he doesn't have opposable thumbs. So if he's going to be a blues man, he's got to be a harmonica player. <laughs> a blues dog, I guess it would be. He could be a blues dog. So, Blind bow, Spaniel, <laughs> Blind Chicago <bow>. Blues dog, <laughs> drinking from the toilet, toilet water. Yep. So the uh, you know, and of course, our you know, the dinners are a mess. And I'm usually pretty. I like to cook, but problem is when I cook, I make a huge mess. And we we haven't had a lot of time for big meals, so it's been a lot of what leftovers can we turn into a meal? Uh, you know, can can you Lots pair makers. Yeah, can you yeah, can you pair uh Thanksgiving leftovers you know with sloppy joes? <laughs> I don't know, you know, what else you can what else you can do, you know, can you add your leftover I guess you got leftover turkey uh but I'm trying to save that for Kelly cuz she was looking forward to having leftover turkey dishes, you know, turkey pot pie and
0: Well, I think she forfeited that when she went to Florida for a week. I think that's <laughs> your payoff. Is it No, she doesn't get turkey pot pie. Yeah, you know, what's awkward is when you run out of some aspect of the Thanksgiving leftovers, but not most of the aspects. And then you're like, am I going to the store to kind of rebuild the meal? Yes. Or do I have to? Is this zero sum? Do we just use this until this is gone? So like what happens when you still have stuffing and potatoes, but you run out of gravy or you've got gravy, a whole bunch of gravy. This is what usually happens to me. Got a mess of gravy. No more potatoes. So do you make more potatoes? Because then the ratios are off again, and it yeah. never ends. You and, can extend the leftovers to, like, Easter.
1: Yeah, you can because you'll always need to fill in somewhere. You're mm-hmm. never going to run out at the same time. So you'll always be making something, which causes you to make something else. So you're in a constant cycle, an endless <laughs> loop of Thanksgiving. which An <laughs> Escher painting of sweet potatoes and <laughs> cranberries. It doesn't sound all that bad, actually, now that you mention it. <laughs> So uh you know I know it's a small it's it's just a small sampling but I I certainly have appreciated what it's like to uh you know to have to do this on your own I certainly feel for anybody and and applaud them for doing it and persevering uh I certainly don't so Kelly uh I will never uh, I don't care what she does. How many like she could? She could cheat on me. She could like <laughs> spend all her money. But I'm, um, uh, you know, we are not uh, splitting up.
0: <laughs> all right, I got I got an invention has come to mind. Another paternity test product. Mm-hmm. Paternity test labs. Paternity test labs. Uh, paternico <laughs> reverse hookup app. So some married people have, like, an app that tells you where there's another bored married person a few doors down that you can Mm -hmm. sneak over to, right? This is the other thing. This is not for sex. This is for the things that aren't sex. Uh, Oh. So when you're one of the people in the couple is out of town, you do a little quid pro quo. You say, like, who can come put away my Thanksgiving decorations? I'll mow your lawn.
1: I like that. So you're, like, co-parenting it's a, with, a, with a stranger, with a but of stranger. course you look at
0: the rating to make sure, you know, they got hey five for five. Five what do you five. To your son, him. Eric. No. Yeah. Uh, Eric, Eric J. Yeah. You go to Alex's baseball game, basketball game, uh, I'll go, let's see, what could you go do over there? Um, replenish the gravy from the <laughs> leftover collection.
1: How weird for uh, your kid when someone, a stranger shows up and starts cheering for them on the sideline Go Alex Go Alex Mommy loves you oh, my God. Is that strange woman
0: <laughs> Mommy loves you Finger quotes Mommy loves you <laughs> Five for five Yeah five for five Five for five <laughs> Hey, folks, you already shop on Amazon. Why not put those dollars to work keeping this here show on the air? You do it by using the Amazon portal on the support page at paternitypodcast.com. It's simple. When you want to buy something on Amazon and this time of year, we know each one of our millions of listeners is going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on Amazon. If you do that through our portal, if we get just a small percentage of that money, it will be more than $8,000 $8,000 per listener, so each listener means a trip to Pier 1 for Professor Foster and I, and we have 30 million listeners. So that's 30 million trips to Pier I will never run out of decorations, never run out of glittery reindeer or drink charms that look like glass candy canes. Here's how you do it. You go to fraternitypodcast.com. You click on the support page, and then you see an Amazon box, and you click it, and you're off to the races. You don't sign up for anything. You don't pay extra. You just buy what you're going to buy. Amazon knows you came through the portal, and we get a little of that money, and we use that to buy decorations and plastic bins to put them in. Todd, you bought anything on Amazon this week?
1: I was one click away from being the proud owner of, Of a Segway Mini Pro, so the new, you know, I've always uh, wanted it, secretly wanted a Segway, but they're big and bulky and they're expensive, and what would I do with it? Well, now they have a Mini Pro, so it looks, it's 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 like a shrunken down Segway, and instead of having a handlebar that you push on, there's like a knee. It looks like it's it's meant to be a seat, but it's actually just a knee pad that goes basically between your knees that you lean into to steer with. And uh, it was one of Amazon's. Uh, cyber deals or whatever they call it Black Fridays deals. And so of course with my wife out of town like we just talked, I was uh I put it in my cart going, I deserve this. I deserve this eight hundred dollar <laughs> well, feely thing. I it just looked it, look it it's, up, it's eight hundred bucks. Says it's twelve hundred dollars and then it was caught co- it, uh, it was gonna cost it seven ninety nine and now like the Cyber Monday deal was I think five ninety nine so six hundred basically half price. Half price half price. Half price I can get two Two for one, and uh, and you know I why not you know I'm, why not I work hard. Do You want I, me to answer that? It's why only not six hundred dollars? <laughs> like a, only six hundred dollars. You know that's uh, you know I don't know. You where can't you put a price it? on fun. Well, then I started to be practical, and I said, Well, what where what would I do with this? Would I drive it to work? No, I'm not going to drive it to work. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to go on a stroll with it. You know? Could you imagine me just going on a bike path, waving at the people that I'm passing? Because I'm too lazy to use my legs. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I can't walk the dog with it because as soon as the dog yanks me one direction, you know what I mean? If he 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 smells a rabbit or something and and pulls, and that that makes because he me certainly sp- won't see a rabbit. No, but he'll smell it, and he's gonna give me a a quick yank. My legs go to the left, and and I will drive directly into a signpost or a tree or bushes. And so it's really not good for that. Won't the gyroscope fix it, though? But it still follows your commands. If you lean into it, it's going to go that direction. Oh. It's not going to go like, you're going off-road. So,
0: can you use it in stores? Like, Can you just ride
1: that around Walmart or well, mall? Well, it does. One of the things that Segway, as opposed to like... it would
0: rule at Home Depot. You know at Home Depot where you're always... Yes. Like... a a half mile from the product that you need.
1: Well, Mm. I'm sure individual stores will eventually outlaw these. Like they did hoverboards and, and Heelys. Remember the, are they called Heelys? Those wheels, those roller skates that go in the heels of your shoes. Go
0: gadget shoes. Yeah.
1: So they outlawed those, but, but I guess Segway went through great pains to get this qualified as a, like an assistive device. So it can go everywhere that an electric wheelchair can.
0: And you don't need a placard. I don't think you do guess you don't need one for an electric wheelchair right you just know if it.
1: you're just if you're just obese and you just you you just drive an electric wheelchair i don't think they necessarily have a medical reason besides right
0: they don't ask you to show your medical bona fides for uh mm-hmm. for riding
1: in it huh so you could do uh you know a home depot trip in this potentially but it does it, it could go everywhere that a uh Uh, some kind of assisted you know like a scooter could go Uh this all this all goes back to my real desire to have like a moped a scooter kind of thing without having a motorcycle i feel like i'm not motorcycle material but i could easily ride around on a scooter vespa a vespa but that's one of those things I haven't pulled the trigger on, and, I again, I can't justify it. Although that I could at least when the weather's nice, which is, what, three months out of the year here? Well, there's that, yeah. Uh, I could ride it to work and you know save gas, but your, your cars are so fuel-efficient now anyway. I mean, you're not really – you're saving gas because I guess you get like 150 miles to the gallon on a Vespa. But then you're also like a moving target. The road, <laughs> you can go thirty-five, and everyone else is uh, passing you up and honking at you because you're supposed to be going forty-five.
0: What's the mileage on your Segway? How, what power is that?
1: Well, it's a battery; it's battery powered, Uranium. and It can go. Uh, I think go t- ten or eleven plug, miles. Plug into a potato. Fourteen miles on a full charge, but it reaches a top speed of ten miles an hour. This is a sidewalk material. This is not. You don't take great this for trick or treating. Oh, could you imagine? You just. Hang uh, multiple uh, multiple uh, t- pillowcases right off your, mm-hmm. and then you just go, and then you could just maybe you could make the make the costume around the Segway, so you never <laughs> even have to get off of it. So you just build it around whatever you're going to be. You know, you could be a an R two unit or something. Oh yeah, Dalek. Yeah, absolutely. And, now we
0: do you have to engage your core. To ride on this Segway. So, like, if you bought one of these and rode it all around, would your legs get stronger or would they atrophy?
1: I think there's got to be some element of what's that called? Muscle confusion in it where you're 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 constantly balancing. So maybe you could work your core. Now, you know what's great? This is part of the reason why I wanted to buy it. The, The weight limit is 220 pounds. Well, I used to be 228. But now... I'm, uh-huh. I'm I'm under 210, so I can. I've I've earned the right to ride this Segway Mini Pro around. I just I don't.
0: If I just, if you talk just your wife about that. She'd understand that part of it. Incentive because it also means uh-huh. you have to stay under that.
1: But I I would need two of these because I would need her to go with me.
0: Because oh, what am I going to do by one myself? For, one for each leg. <laughs> <laughs> like Aquaman astride two dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> So she go with you? Well, you can yeah. hold hands?
1: I guess. Isn't that what you do? You put on helmets and you. Uh, we could do our own lakefront. Niagara commercial. She, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, instead of being in uh, tandem bathtubs, because who does that? We could just be in tandem uh, segways. You'd be like security guard Butch and Sundance. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. We could uh, tr- You know, I, I'll pop a Cialis. Then we'll get on our Segway Mini Pros and look for a look for a romping spot.
0: <laughs> You're the first person in the history of uh, mankind who got play from a Segway.
1: <laughs> hey, if you like the paternity test, please help us tell other people about it. Subscribe on iTunes or however you get your podcast through any app. And uh, but if you do use iTunes. If you could take a moment and leave us a review, uh, it's very quick, it's very easy, but it's a great way to kind of keep us in their rankings and to help new listeners find us.
0: Indeed. You can also read our weekly paternity test blog at chicagoparent.com and our monthly column, Viva Daddy in Chicago Parent Magazine. So if this show once a week isn't enough for you, you get a blog every week, you get a uh, a column every month so that's five additional chances to hear us uh, or read about us with the four shows that's nine shots of entertainment from, from us and those magazines are available wherever you have to remember to wipe front to back
1: and now it's time for Planes to Catch and Bills to Pay where I used to wipe you and someday you're gonna be wiping me talking to me Todd? well it might end up that way if our wives ever get rid of us, when <laughs> when we end up being uh, old man roommates, someone's mm-hmm. going to have to wipe somebody.
0: Be like the wiping odd couple.
1: <laughs> I just I just hope you're not the messy one. <laughs> it depends what you cook.
0: <laughs> We're eating those Thanksgiving leftovers all the time. It could get dicey. It's a lot of gravy. Uh, <laughs> gravy again. <laughs> gravy in, gravy out. Guy go. <laughs> I just forwarded you a picture of a of a character from later seasons of Ducktales named Gizmo Duck, yes. and he was a superhero, fenton crack shell, and he had little uh, wheel for
1: legs. He obviously was in some sort of horrible accident because they had to replace his lower uh, lower half of his body with a with a single wheel.
0: Yeah, he got Darth Mauled at some point. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Inspector Gadget. Don't you always wonder what kind of like thresher he fell in? <laughs>
1: Was there anything human left about him? Just his head? Eyeballs, maybe? He had gadgets popping out of everything. I don't think he was...
0: Like, his brain case held those helicopter blades. So... Yeah. I don't even know where his central nervous system is. Somewhere in that coat. (laughs) I think we might be
1: overthinking this.
0: (laughs) No, no, not at all. (laughs) I want to do a dissertation.
1: So I think that this would be a great costume. If you did get a Segway Mini Pro, you could... Dress the rest of yourself up like that, and be what's his name? Gizmo Duck. Gizmo Duck. Would anybody recognize you? uh, You said Gizmo. I I, I kind of recognize it when you sent me the picture.
0: Well, he was like the he was like the Scrappy Doo or the or the Chachi Arcola, the cousin Oliver of Mm Ducktales. Like in later seasons, they're like, we need Gizmo Duck and Bubba Duck, the Cave Duck. They were just throwing things at the wall after a while to keep keep it going. But I think you on your Segway Mini would be the Grabowski Gizmo Duck.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. It's so, to be.
0: Well, so, so speaking of cartoons, uh, things are changing as uh, Viva just turned five, and she's starting to do some math on what's real and what's not, and what's theater and what's not. Mm-hmm. And the power of denial is amazing because for as long as she's been alive, she's been going to rehearsals and to – Acting classes and okay. so forth. Okay, yeah. So she has certainly known, and she's seen mommy and daddy students and friends mm-hmm. playing roles. So she knows that sometimes when you're at a show, someone you know dresses up in a costume and goes on stage and pretends to be something else, and then they go backstage, and they're not that anymore. But then when she sees previously to the last few weeks, when you take her to a show like you know Frozen Live at Disney or something – sure. Those people on the stage are magical characters from cartoons, you know. hmm And the remarkable thing about little ones, like at Disney, we took her to Disney when she was four. Four? And there, you know, when you go to Disney, you might see Mickey, who's somebody in a costume, like mascot yeah. Mickey. Who's suddenly six feet tall, even though when you were watching him on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, he was two-dimensional.
1: Well, they've always... Disney and all the all their proportions are always off when it comes to the characters. Sometimes the characters are huge. Sometimes, you know, uh, you might find like you know the the toys are small, and so you never really know what size really is Mickey Mouse. We've never really. I mean, That's true. Can you get stats on him? Is he, you know is there like a card you flip over his card you could see how tall he is, how much he weighs? You know, right? Like you never really you know go to how college. tall.
0: You know, how tall is is Conan O'Brien compared to Stephen Colbert? You never know because you never see him next to anything else. Mm -hmm. Because what if the desk is tiny or big? But when you get to Disney, there's like a marionette Mickey over there and a tall one over there and a flat one over there. But kids, they don't ask.
1: But then there's like a seven-foot Dale, and those are chipmunks. If you saw a chipmunk that size, you'd be terrified. You know, it would be some kind (laughs) of a monster. But for some (laughs) reason, they're cute and cuddly, but they're six-foot tall.
0: It's it's the dangest thing, but the, <laughs> and the kids the buy into it. Yeah. Well, the the magic's starting to go away. She she we were driving in the car the other day. She says, "Daddy, I uh, I have a." She doesn't know the word theory. What did she say, Daddy? I'm waxing postulative. She said, "Oh, I have an idea." Said, uh-huh. What's your idea? She said, "I think whenever there's a cartoon character, there's someone doing a voice."
1: Okay, she figured yeah, that out I, on her own.
0: Yeah, and I said, yeah, you're right. Now she didn't run that all the way out, and I think she's. I think we saw a clip of like a making of clip of Moana with the Rock oh, and okay. and Lin Manuel Miranda like rehearsing something, but she didn't run that out to like if Adina Menzel is Elsa, who came to my birthday party. Okay, you see how that you 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 you. Tug on that thread and it all comes apart. There's a cosmological Jenga that comes crashing down. Yeah. Because Adina Menzel didn't come to our birthday. No. She might next year. You know, her stock's down a little bit, but <laughs> since she screwed up that, uh, you know, that New Year's kick. But uh, so that came about that now. And who knows what ta- you know, when we go to Disney next, I would assume she's going to know that. Mm-hmm. those are just underpaid 24 year olds.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. When she meets Belle at, at the beauty and the beast attraction, she's got to know that that's not the Belle from the movie mm-hmm. or like anytime she sees beauty and the beast, the musical. Hmm. So, uh, I, yeah, I think she's, and that's fine for her to know. I mean, she's grows up around musical theater people. So that's, it's not something you're going to be able to keep from her. Uh, now, I think the way most kids approach this is, yes, people pretend to be these characters, but somewhere these characters are still real. Like, somewhere there's a real Anna and Elsa. They're just not the ones you ever see in the parks or at the birthday parties. They're That's just, you know, Anna and Elsa's little helpers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anna and Elsa's little helpers. So, yeah, do I need the Dear Lucy letter to tell her that? Anna has special helpers all over the
1: world. That we're all on Anna's team. <laughs> <Right. We're. laughs>
0: well, this has the cracks of this uh, tectonic shift uh, have, uh, have have been reaching out, and she stopped me at the dinner table the other day, and she said, uh, "Oh, and I love I love this exchange. I wish I had it on tape." But she said, "Dad, oh, we are brushing our teeth. That's it. We're brushing mm-hmm. our teeth." She says, "Dad, it was a very courtship of Eddie's father kind of kind of moment where we." Walked around skipping stones while she asked me existential <laughs> questions. She said, uh, Daddy, are uh, are mermaids real? Mm. And I said – and I could tell that she already knew the answer was was no.
1: Uh, Isn't it I funny said, when your kids do that? Allie does that all the time. You could tell in the tone that they know the answer is no. They just they – they need it verified by an adult. Yes, <laughs> right,
0: exactly. And I thought it was something – she was panicked like – Mermaids are real, right? Like, you know, she needed reassurance that they are real. I guess, you know, but uh, but uh, there's a there's a heaven, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bad things happen to good people, but it all works out in the end, right? Uh, yes.
1: <laughs> it's whatever you whatever you want it to be, that's what it is.
0: <laughs> we have that talk a lot too. Yikes! are Rooney.
1: Oof. Morality is justified, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Well, here's the biggest now, uh I don't know if this goes into what you're saying, you know, but you're when you're talking about the cartoon thing, hmm. you're talking about show business. So, I feel like you could separate that from what some of the questions she might be getting to, which might be the fan, the fairy tale or, you know, the oh yes, the fairies or the what would you call them, the you know, the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. Mythological. Yeah, the mythological stuff. So I think mm-hmm. you could separate the show business. You go, yeah, it's entertainment. It's a show. You know, you can't go visit the Doc McStuffins. That's another one. So if a four-year-old girl is six foot tall when you go see her at Disney, she's a monster, <laughs> giant monster.
0: nothing of it. At four years old, she thought nothing of it. She's like, yep, Jake, Doc, yeah. Handy Manny. Handy Manny. Seven feet tall, I think nothing of it. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, but then on on the show, they could barely get into the front seat of a car. You know? Right,
0: exactly. So Dora, why is so She should be a, a child. Well, she says, uh, yeah, and I don't know why people are so able to hold on to their myths but never be concerned that Thor might be real. <laughs> you Nobody's know, yeah. worried that Zeus is going to come after them, but they can hang on to You know the tooth fairy, or or uh, or Jesus, or something. You know, but but they're they're never worried about. uh,
1: Yeah, but uh, if you were raised to think that Thor, if you were raised to think that Thor came into your bedroom at night to take away your loose teeth, then you might believe in Thor. That's true. It's just what you're raised with, you know.
0: Especially when you had a Thor tooth.
1: (laughs) Hey now, all dad jokes all the time. Wow, that is such a dad choke it's so bad so what, what did she get to anything in the bathroom that stumped you oh she stumped me but in a way i didn't
0: expect she says uh our roommates real i said no sweetie she said uh how about unicorns i said no those are those are those aren't real she said powers i said oh. "Powers." she said you know magic powers i said yeah no magic powers that aren't real she says uh but dinosaurs they're real right and i said yeah di- dinosaurs are real she said but they're all dead i said yeah they're, they're dead and then she screws up her face and she says, and uh,
1: lobsters? <laughs> well, it's great because she gave you a softball. Like, right? finally yeah. something you could say, yes, they are so real. Although that could have terrified her. She's like, what? <laughs> Lobster. She doesn't
0: like the fact that lobsters are real.
1: Really? Because uh, they're like oh, dinosaurs man. of the sea.
0: They, I think she's got a thing about arthropods. She does not like arthropods because she's always hated bugs and now she has a real problem with lobsters and even more so than lobsters, scorpions. Oh. Because at least she ate some lobster and it was very tasty, but nobody ever gives you a nice buttery scorpion tail. Mm. I wonder what it is about
1: those. Well, I could see that because they don't look natural. They don't look like they should exist. I mean, if you could
0: make a sized weapon attached to
1: them? Yeah, exactly. Because uh-huh. if a uh, if, if if a lobster is real, why isn't a unicorn? You know what I mean? How, how much of a stretch is it from lobster to unicorn? I mean, they have exoskeletons. They have, their skeletons are on the outside of their bodies. They have, and they have enormous claw things. You know, yeah. Yeah, unicorn is just a horse with a
0: tusk. Exactly. Lots of things have tusks. There's lots of horses. Unicorn, <laughs> not particularly fantastical. Yeah. Exoskeleton, many legged. Giant claw monster. Yeah, you're right. That's pretty far out. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: beginning I'll to believe doubt. it. When I see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a lobster. She didn't know. So, so you actually, so she was hoping you'd say lobsters are just pretend, but you had to right. tell her that lobsters are for reals, and and uh, she's eating them. So, did she, she get into tough. any of the any of the mythical uh, besides unicorns? Uh, you know, did she get into santa because it's the season No, i
0: brought santa up just today and she was like yeah
1: he's coming he's coming his magical
0: powers are not not a question
1: well you know how i feel about the santa thing with ellie and and how i've been dreading it but uh and i feel like she knows but she's doing that thing where she wants it to be real so she's gonna hold on to it she even brought up so she got some she got an early birthday present from her grandparents uh and they were cookie cutters holiday cookie cutters 24 different shapes uh, and, uh, so I mentioned, oh, these would be great to make, uh, because you w- know there's one day in December when they just, uh, Kelly and Ellie and one of their friends makes a bunch of cookies, but great when you guys do your cookie thing. And she goes, yes, to leave out for Santa. Oh, there you go. And I'm like, Oh yes, exactly. So I guess, uh, that's still a thing. And, uh, <laughs> I just don't know. I-, I don't know. when she says that? what's her level of commitment to that you know right. she's saying to that to leave out for Santo wink. wink yeah is there a big wink to it or is there not a wink in there anymore and when I have a 14 year old who obviously knows exactly what the deal is uh, you know and I know because I wonder if Viva gets some of this you know if it comes up in preschool at all where her friends are talking about whether or not lobsters are real or uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know that often these kids, kids get these ideas from their friends.
0: Yeah, because I don't think she would have asked about magic powers if somebody at school hadn't mm-hmm. said they were – which it's got to be tough to be a preschool teacher, right? Because you've got to balance – like you are the kids' science teacher, but also you're not really allowed to unravel their family oh,
1: mythological
0: structure, like that, that metaphysics, yeah. that mythological cosmology.
1: Wow. Well, I wonder if uh, you know. <clears throat> yeah, did she want to know if 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 uh, David Blaine could really live in a block of ice for eighteen hours, <laughs> or if that was a magic power? Right.
0: Uh, you gotta ask your parents. You gotta ask your parents that.
1: <laughs> That's guy. I never thought about how tough that is on a on a preschool teacher because you've got to deflect all the time when it comes to that stuff because you just can't be. And then you have kids who. Are told early on what the deal is, so they know. Uh, I've got a coworker who told their kids from the beginning. They never they made no two cents about it. It's, oh hey, wow! Sa- Santa's not real, but but you're going to give some Santa, but Santa's not real. So you know, don't get don't get too worked up about it.
0: How do you tell your kid not to wield that as
1: well? That's been power the, and leverage over the other kids, like a gangster. They already have. They've already uh-huh. ruined it for some other kids, and they've had to tell them this is you know. You can't talk about it because some people, but that's such it's just a mixed message. I don't, I, I don't, we need to come to a consensus as a country. And I think we have, you know, Santa's real until you're, you know, until he's not, you know, until your kids are decide on their own, they're not going to believe on it. You know, it's, it's almost like a, like it's in the, you know, constitution that everyone has a right to believe in Santa until they decide not to. You can't force them one way or the other. <laughs> Mm Mm-hmm. Your your, uh, inalienable right to life, liberty, and the
0: pursuit of (laughs) sentinence? Yes. Pursuit of (laughs) make-believe. Yes, Virginia. There is a lobster.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank goodness you just thought of the title of this episode. (laughs) It's nice when that just happens like that. I don't have to think of it later. (laughs) (laughs) So did you... uh, you didn't get into the mythical creature or mythical, you know, mythical, uh, uh, no, no tooth fairy or anything like that. Family that
0: sprites or She are, uh, just wants to
1: know what animals are real and which ones aren't.
0: Yep. Yep. It's mostly a cryptozoological versus zoological conundrum that she's in. She, and I, I'm did, comfortable with that.
1: Did she bring up a platypus? I don't know the answer to that one. <laughs> you don't even know. Yeah, they might not actually be. I've never really seen one. Duck build mammals.
0: Lay eggs but have pouches? That doesn't make sense. That's some kind of Mad Lib or some kind of flip book.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if a duck, if that is real, why aren't there unicorns? I, I oh, always got to come back. Oh, a platypus
0: is way weirder than a unicorn. Way yes. weirder. I would say it might even be weirder than a pegasus or a, a phoenix. Yeah, sphinx. <laughs> well, sphinx has a, a, a. I guess a sphinx is a human head. That's pretty far out, but still. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like a, a, a minotaur. Minotaur isn't that a half horse, half human?
0: Minotaur. That one's minotaur. a bull guy.
1: Bull guy. Right? Then what's the centaur? Centaur. Oh, centaur. Is huh? Yeah.
0: Fawns are goat guys. Really, no stranger than a platypus. Slightly larger,
1: but mm-hmm. no weirder. Yeah.
0: Anything uh, Australia is the island of Doctor Moreau. Australia is is a hell mouth because they have enormous turtles, they have uh, enormous, platypi,
1: enormous orcs. scorpions.
0: <laughs> and, oh,
1: we won't be taking any family vacations to Australia anytime no. soon. So did you ha- come to any, was there any groundbreaking uh, conclusions to that? Or have you, do you think she's ready to explore that more? Or did she just kind of, she was putting some feelers out, you think?
0: She was just starting to starting to put the feelers out, but, you know it definitely means that there's some loose threads hanging out there mm-hmm. and more more to come and of course i didn't help things by saying no silly mermaids and magic powers are ridiculous now let's go make some cookies for santa <laughs> so she has no
1: rubric no well i guess that's why that works because they're always in a state of confusion about it you know what i mean yes it's like a it has to be item by item yeah.
0: unicorns no way pegasus oh yeah
1: <laughs> mhm yeah so that that's what allows santa to live on because if uh if if superman isn't real then why is santa claus if mm-hmm. yeah so so the fact that there are weird things and things that we absolutely say are not real and a mixture of things that we say are There really is no way to prove anything to them at that age.
0: No, because you're like leprechauns pretend. Jesus, totally real. (laughs) Uh, Obama's tweets, great. Trump's tweets, all made up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So someday they'll just have to decide what's real on their own. Right, but they could go the wrong way with it. Like she might
0: be like uh, a lobster, lobsters. I don't believe lobsters. I'm not going anywhere near that red lobster. It's a palace of lies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, it's time for another episode of the paternity test to explode in a ball of flames, fryer oil and sage.
0: Follow us on Twitter at The Dad Test. Like us on Facebook. and Visit our website, paternitypodcast.com, or email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com. You can catch us every Tuesday at chicagoparent.com and call our voicemail 657-BAD-DADS to leave us a message, a question, or a funny story. And hey, tell your friends about the show, won't you? Because maybe you and they will consider a donation to the show via our PayPal link at paternitypodcast.com.
1: All right, everybody, remember, don't forget to leave out cookies for the mythical Christmas lobster, Santa Claus. And until next time, best of luck passing the paternity test. Claus, get it?